is Ordunio sliding in foul territory makes the catch what a catch from Ordunio throws to the bag at second it's a double play you can rock chalk it up now 64 of the last 70 go to the Kansas Jayhawks in the Dillon Sunflower Showdown right wing right corner three ball Bang. Adonis arms Lighten it up here at the USA. Quarter, Maywin pump fake. He'll shoot a three at the buzzer. Got it. And that's how this game ends with a Nicole Maywin triple. Final score tonight in Lubbock, Texas Tech 66, Oklahoma 42. Hour three, T-Row in the morning show, Wednesday, February 23. Midweek winter storm has moved into the state of Oklahoma. Hunker down, everybody. I got the fireplace cranking, teach. Oh, boy. We got uh, we got ice, we got snow, we got sleet, we got freezing rain. It ain't good out there, okay? It ain't good. So uh, everybody just, uh, where's that audio coming from? Hang on a second. I'm trying to figure out where the. Quit my, yelling at me. What are you okay, yelling at? My, my phone. Oh, it's my laptop. It's my laptop. Okay. I got it. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm having a hard time, TJ. Uh, Toby and TJ back with you. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. How about we uh, play Bob? You got Bob there? I do have Bob here. Every Tuesday, Bob Stoops comes on with Teddy and Tyler in the afternoon on The Rush. Here's Bob yesterday. Coach Bob Stoops joins us, and I wonder what he's up to today. OU Baseball is playing a game in this cold weather. Oh. I wonder, though, if this weather is cold enough for even Bob Stoops not to be on the golf course today. What's going on, Coach? Hey, uh, yeah, two things. Um, I wish I was at the baseball game, and it is too cold to, to golf, no doubt. <laughs> cold and windy. Yeah, that's what the old indoor uh, golf simulators were made for, is days like this. There is no doubt about that. Uh, hey, Coach, you know, we, we've we all been expecting since, oh, I guess last summer's whenever the talks really started to heat up about the expanded playoff, and they've been meeting, haven't been able to find common ground, and it looks like maybe they've shut down those those talks for now. Is, was that surprising to you as, as 
as much momentum as it had, it feels like a big portion of the fan bases really want it. Most of the conferences, it sounds like, really want it. But the vote, I guess, was 8-3. to three. ACC, Pac-12, and Big Ten voted it down. Uh, were you surprised to see that? I was. Uh, all, when all the talk was happening, my opinion was it's not if it's going to happen, it's how fast can they get it to happen being that all these universities, athletic programs have lost so much money over the last two years, you're talking somewhere around bringing in an extra $450 million for everyone. I mean, are you kidding me? And we're going to turn our back on that when, when all of our fan base for the most part wants it as well. And even if you don't go 12, go to eight, at least you add more significant games that players wouldn't opt out of if you're going to play, you know, more playoff games. On and on, it's it did surprise me. Pre BCS, OU as a program was extremely successful. BCS era, OU was extremely successful. Playoff era, OU has been extremely successful. So, with that being said, Bob, is there a particular number in a playoff format four, eight, twelve, sixteen that you think suits OU the best? Oh, I don't think any one in particular suits us better than the other. Um, I think as much as anything, I think you just have to be careful with 12. I don't know, teams having a buy, you know, the first four teams. And then if not, you know, there's such a, you know, look at look at the playoff games uh, this year, the college playoff games. They weren't very, they weren't very close until the, the championship game. So now you're going to have even more disparity when you got number 12 playing maybe number five or, you know, whatever. I, I just don't know that, you know, what the quality of games would be. But I guess if you were asking me just to go out and do it, I'd say 12 teams, more relevant games. And, um, you know, you got more teams with opportunities, more fan bases engaged. So why not start at 12? And if, it isn't working. You maybe you pair it down from there. Yeah, no, I I agree with that a hundred percent. I think with twelve, yeah, you don't guarantee that all twelve have the ability to win a championship. I mean, you never know; someone could get hot. It it would be rare because of the disparity. But I, I think you you slowly start to make your way towards leveling the playing field a little bit. But you know, the number you threw out, which that four hundred fifty million dollars, and I I agree. There's a bunch of schools out there. There's there's athletic departments that are in bad shape. There's there's a lot of folks out there that could really use an infusion of cash, which leads me to believe that this is just still posturing. People don't ever leave four hundred and fifty million dollars out there on the table when all they really have to do is is say yes, right? I mean this has to be some posturing and they're gonna get back to negotiating instead of just saying we're playing this thing all the way through the contract. Yeah, uh, you're you're right, you're right, and um, you know, and 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 it's easy for us, you know, to just sit back and think, oh, you just throw it together in a year. That it's tough, you know, places you're playing and locations and contracts, and that takes some time to put together. So, you know, hopefully it'll happen. Uh, I'm with you. I agree. I don't think it's obviously not done for good, and it's. Again, just how quickly can we get to it? 
This segment with Coach Bob Stoops brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. Go check them out. Uh, why don't you have a shot or two of that new strawberry tequila rock and roll? Uh, you can do that at, uh, right here on Campus Corner. Hey, I, I want to ask you a random question about one of your former players that is currently on this coaching staff, DeMarco Murray. And this is nothing new, but he's really having a lot of se- success as a running backs coach. When what? he was playing, obviously he was a star and he was headed towards NFL stardom. Was there any point, though, during his time in Norman or maybe immediately pause after it, you, that pause you thought, it, hey, it, this guy could it. be a really good recruiter. He's got a future as a... What did he just say? Can you rewind, can you rewind that like 30 seconds? 30 Is that possible? Seconds. Yeah, hold on. Let me expand this gotta, out. You probably weren't paying attention. Uh, help, help me listen to the question uh, Tyler just is asking Bob right now about DeMarco Murray. Let's see here. I think it would be right there. Let's see here. Hey, I, I want to ask you a random question about one of your former players that is currently on this coaching staff, DeMarco Murray. And this is nothing new, but he's really having a lot of se- success as a running backs coach. When he was playing, obviously he was a star and he okay, was headed going. towards keep NFL going. stardom. Was there any point, close. though, during his time there, in Norman close. or maybe immediately after you th- that you thought, hey, this guy could be a really good recruiter. He's got a future as a uh, college football assistant coach if he wants it. Let me keep playing the answer. Yeah, did you hear what I heard? Let's let it go. Just let it go. Okay. Let's play the answer. Okay. Yeah, we'll stop it after hey, this. Hey, I, I want to ask you a random question about one of oh. your former players that is currently on this coaching staff, okay, DeMarco right. Murray. All right, stop it and right this there. Is... That's, that's gonna... Sorry, now I've messed up my audio. <laughs> uh, no, I did it to you. I did it. I did that. It's my fault. Completely my fault. Uh, junior high Toby Brain took over. I thought I heard something there for a second, and uh, uh, it didn't quite go where I thought it w- it went. So upon okay. hearing it back, I think we're clean. I okay. think we're clean. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't hear what, was, whatever you thought. I was listening for something, and then I'm like, I didn't know what you were referring to. So really close to a major faux pas. <laughs> oh, okay. But I think I think we're clean. Uh, and we'll we'll stop it right there. Always great to hear, Bob. He says twelve. He says twelve. We do not have a college football playoff expansion yet. TJ, you got to be happy. At least a few more years of four. Uh, a few more years of it being correct. I remember a time when I used to like Bob Stoops. It was just back to the Alamo Bowl the other day, but now that he's on a 12-team playoff, I've got to change that. <sighs> Bob, what are you doing? 12 smart. teams. That's what he's doing. He's a smart man. <laughs> he's a smart man. <laughs> uh, I'm getting text messages from people who heard the same thing I heard. So, well, I'll listen uh, back to it fun. again. Like yeah. I. Okay. No, it's I'll the Demarco it Murray question. It did. It didn't. It didn't. It's not flag worthy, but it's close. It's really close. Uh, okay, TJ. Uh, I have, if you're ready now, my top five for today. My daily top no, five. I'm not ready, but Victor is. So get on it. Oh yeah, you've been asking for it days. Um, days. Today's T Row daily top five is top five things I was called last night in Lubbock. Top five things that were uh, shouted at me last night in Lubbock. And this was just by Kevin Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand the topic today, TJ? I understand. All right. Here we go. Uh, number five. That one stung a little bit, I, but I, it was pretty funny. I heard it bleed over pretty into your funny. microphone a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty 
<laughs> you could hear that, couldn't you? It was pretty uh, funny. Uh, number four. Uh, um, completely unnecessary. Yeah, show some class, tech fans. Completely unnecessary. That one was too personal. Uh, number three. I mean, what if I had children with me? Am I right? Went on and on. <laughs> yeah, no, that was an extended one. Thank goodness my kids weren't with me. I wouldn't want to subject them to that. Uh, number two, these are things that were shouted at me last night in Lubbock. That one was short, but cutting. <laughs> a lot of these things, they also yelled at Chris Beard uh, when he was in town. So, uh huh, yeah. And the number one thing that was uh, hurled my way last night in Lubbock. Now that took some. Hey, hope. hey, I mean, hey! Somebody had to research. Only that. I can you know make I mean? fat jokes about Toby. <laughs> <laughs> you jerks somebody had to wikipedia that one all right so there you go there's today's daily top five of uh things that i heard last night while on the high plains of west texas we'll take a break on this wednesday morning if you have not heard porter moser's post game after last night we'll hit that for you again at the bottom of the hour we'll be back the t-row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. I caught it. Come on, TJ, grow up. (laughs) I kept listening for the question he was asking. I wasn't getting that he had slipped and... uh... Almost said uh, something that he didn't want to say. Success. Did he get fired? I didn't mean to make fun of that, but I'm well, just now. I'm just seeing the picture that you posted. You Did saw Teddy the tweet. And Tyler get fired. Well, that may be what that was. The argument was about. I don't know. Like I came in this morning, and I saw that picture on the ground, and it was very much like a movie when you see like a breakup, and one of the uh, two in the breakup like throws the picture onto the ground. I don't. I don't know what happened there. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, That's troubling. Yeah, uh, the, the, we have a very nice, by the way, in our front lobby. Um, is it glass? Is that glass? It's like a pe- uh, plexiglass, yeah. Uh, advertisement or just, uh, what do you call that? It's signage. It's signage. It's, it's display for signage for the host. Yeah, uh, for the station. The ref, home with Sooner fans. And it's got pictures of the four shows that we have here with the pictures of the hosts. Next to it. So it's got me and TJ standing there. It says T-Row in the morning show next to it. Then it's got a picture of uh, Chris Plank and Josh Helmer with the Plank show. Picture of um, Mike Steely and Parker Thune. This is a pre-therapy Steely. He looks very healthy in this picture. Um, for the Steely and Thune at noon show. <laughs> and, uh, and then it's got the rush at the bottom. It's a picture of Teddy and Tyler. But Teddy and Tyler have fallen off of the board. Their picture has fallen off of the display board, and it's laying on the floor. So, uh, hmm. Bad breakup. Upsetting. Bad yeah. breakup. I don't know. Uh, this hour brought to you by R.K. Black. Check them out online. RKBlack.com. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. <laughs> uh, 
Oklahoma State Cowboys played Grand Canyon in baseball last year, tying in one of the games. That's from Greg. Boy, everybody remembers That's all the it. games that Grand Canyon right. played in. I really just think you've heard of the National Park before, and so that's no. It was the it was the university. So Something happened there. last year with Grand Canyon with someone. It's a very famous national park. It's one of the most amazing. <laughs> yes, I've heard of the national sites park. in the world. Really, Grand Canyon. Maybe it would fire the team up if Toby gets a technical foul for yelling at the referees. That's from uh, DB. I, I I really thought you were going to get loud enough last night that you would get thrown out of the game, and I was wanting no, it to happen. I was wanting it to happen. What did I say that was controversial? You were very aggressive with your Doug Sermon dislike and the way he was conducting himself last night. You're doing, All I said was... You started doing clown more, music on the, well, on that the was, broadcast. That had nothing to do with Doug Sermon. There was a sequence of like six or seven possessions there where the two teams just ran up and down the floor and threw the ball to each other. Uh, uh, yes. It was uh, it was turnover after turnover after turnover, and I, that was the clown music. The dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It was just the, the game right now was an open-floor circus. But as you were calling it, it was mixed in with, well, I guess these uh, official senators are just going to cash their check and not call any fouls. Back we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make sure to keep Porter in his box. Let's do that, Doug. Let's do that, Doug. That, that was my criticism of Doug Sermon. <laughs> so it was Doug all Sermon's... run together, and I thought, he's going to get tossed here. So <laughs> uh, Toby's losing his mind. And I... <laughs> it was uh, Doug showed up last night with an agenda. He decided, I don't care what happens in the game, I'm keeping Porter Moser in his box. And the first possession of the game, he stops the game to go tell Porter to get back in his coaching box. <laughs> okay. Then all night long, he's looking at Porter. He's infatuated with Porter. Porter, get back in your box. Porter, get back in your box. Porter, you got to get back in your box. Porter, He's like not even watching the game. He's infatuated with keeping Porter in the coaching box. So that's just called accurate journalism, TJ. <laughs> oh, you got crushed last night. Nothing to do with the officiating had any bearing on the outcome of that game whatsoever. But the fact that a team shoots two free throws when they play Texas Tech is utterly ridiculous. You have to almost intentionally not care. They're the most physical team in the nation. They beat the ever-living snot out of you on every possession. You can't play Texas Tech and only shoot two free throws. It's impossible. So, yeah, they kind of just showed up last night and said, you know what, let's just do as little work as possible and get out of here. Uh, I will not get a technical foul, I don't think. But if it ever happens, it will be in basketball. Well, obviously you can't get a technical in other sports, but the fact that you're sitting so close to the court, officials can hear you from time to time. Mm -hmm. And when it when it will get me in trouble, hopefully it never gets me in trouble, but when they come over to review things, sometimes you're sitting right next to the replay monitors. So whatever we say, they can hear. And if you're ever critical of them or something, I mean, it would be highly unprofessional for them to have their feelings hurt to the point where they would give a technical to a radio broadcaster, but that would be the situation. So, by the way, I just received a call from. And the it will be Doug offices. Sermons if it ever happens. It will be Doug Sermons that gives me the tea because okay. he's the most thin-skinned of all of them. Well, that's true. That is true. 
um, answer that call when you get it. I had to give the Big 12 your phone number. I just don't now, think so. we've won a game in the last 10 years with Doug Sermon's officiating. <laughs> I can't prove that, but it feels that way. Uh, this Air Comfort Solutions texter says, Grand Canyon, you probably heard it advertised on TV. They're having a lot of continuing education, distance learning. That's it. I remember the uh, ad for it now. It played in a sporting event the other day. Thank you. That's why I remember that. That's exactly it. Uh, think, like, you... Remember there was a high wire act across it several years ago? The guy tried to walk across it oh, on that's a high right. wire. That's in. right. Maybe, maybe that's well, where you By the it. way, they've got a new uh, America's Got Talent Extreme right now. We... Uh, Dipped into that episode the other day. Guy in a wheelchair drops on a ramp 40 foot down, does a front flip in the air, and lands on his face. What? Gets up in his chair and goes and does it again and lands it. That's better than the guy walking across a tightrope on the Grand Canyon. It was unbelievable. They had my least favorite halftime act last night in Lubbock. Which one's that? It is the now 63-year-old man. <laughs> Simon Says. No. They put a uh, table in the middle of the court, and he's got all these wooden chairs, and he keeps stacking chairs on top of each other, and then he balances on top of the chair so they get higher and higher and higher. He's an acrobat. Right. I don't think I've seen him. And he ends up, you know, by the time he's done, he's a good 40 feet in the air, and he's doing a headstand, handstand, on top of, like, 10 different chairs on top of a table. With no net or anything in the middle of the arena. Yeah. Uh. And it's amazing. It's really, it's amazing. But I have no interest in watching a man die in front of me. Like, death is on the table with this guy doing this stunt. It's not like if, if, uh, uh, Red Panda falls off her unicycle, she might hurt herself, but she's not going to (laughs) die. If a frisbee dog, you know, bites a wrist or something that's not good but it's nobody's gonna die there this guy could die in front of an arena full of people it's amazing i can't watch it i can't watch it but it hurts it's too nerve-wracking he did it he pulled it off again last night so it's an america's got extreme america's talent thing yeah it's never crazy. bet against a sicilian when death is on the line um Last one I have here for now says, you guys are hilarious. Always making me laugh first thing in the morning. Better than coffee. That's all capitals. That's all capitalization, yeah. All right, very good. Uh, Victor, uh, Victor, we did not get a pet of the week yet, so calm down. Calm down, Victor. That's right. Calm down, Victor. Softball back on the field Friday. Cal State Fullerton at 2.30. Long Beach State at five. Jocelyn Allo needs one home run to become the all-time record holder in college softball history. I like her chances of getting it on Friday. We shall see. Okay. When we come back, our post-game interview with Porter Moser after last night's loss in Lubbock. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Coach, uh, rough one tonight. What are your thoughts? That it was a rough one. Um, you know, I thought the first half we did some things. We didn't play great, but we did some things. We were in striking distance. Um 
you know, we uh, we did some things we wanted defensively. We did some things we wanted offensively. Um, and we talked about it at halftime, and we just completely got away from the second half. Uh, came out and uh, had three or four soft turnovers, and we couldn't get stops. Our defense away from the bench in the second half, um, you know, we had to play really well. We had, we had to play really well to beat them in here, and we didn't. Um, and that's that's – you know, our, our second half, uh, we, it was kind of, it's been a, a script for us in terms of if things don't go our way, everyone kind of takes it on themselves and starts doing things they're not capable of doing. One guy started, you know, just doing things they're not capable of. And um, so we, we've, we've got, it was rough when we got to put it behind us. And um, we, in the bottom line is, Toby, we, we have to play really well in here to win tonight. Yeah. And uh, we didn't play well enough. Do you feel like they changed anything defensively from no. the first time you saw them? No, they were just really physical. They were aware of Mo. Of, of course, everyone is. But, um, you know, you, you, you've you got to be able to make some plays against uh, Texas Tech. You've got to be strong with the ball. We weren't strong with the ball. We, I mean, look at the turnovers. We had so many turnovers. Like, even the first play of the second half, mm-hmm. we got up, and they just ate They ate one of our guys up down there. Just ate I mean, you've got to be strong with the ball. And... Um, so uh, they they did what they do what they do they switch they're physical they rotate um, they were um, you know I thought we had some actually we had some good looks in the first half you know I I, I, I was pleased with um, and we didn't get it down and we were down what seven at half um, and we did a lot of things we wanted to do and in the second half we didn't do really much anything with the game plan at, at all you know even just the, indicative of the first play of the first half every catch that Bryson Williams and O'Banner got in the first half was 5 or 6 feet off the block we pushed him out we put first, they come down we have a turnover we come down he caught the ball with both feet in the paint and we were trapping him and stunting on him and we're yelling on our bench when their defense is in front of us we go down there and we just looked at him go one on one with Tanner and then he took Tanner so just we got to stick with it. We got to stick with it. We you know and um, stay with it. It's part of the, the learning curve. But uh, you need some leadership down this you know especially in the second half yeah. to stay with it. To stay with it. We 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 got through the first half and did some things we wanted to. We were in striking distance and um, struggled. Obviously uh, is not the word in the second half. Psychologically, this one could be tough. How do you how do you get them to shake it off and go beat Oklahoma State on Saturday? Oh man, if you're a player, I, I just told them. I said we got we had to play really well to win tonight, and we didn't. We didn't. So um, you, tomorrow's our required day off. But we got we got Bedlam Saturday. If I have to motivate for this game for these guys after losing down there, then we got even a bigger issue. So we're going to come at it and get absolutely get after it in practice Thursday and Friday. Um, and uh, so the, the bottom line is whether you lose by this much or thing, you got to put in the bank and you got to move forward. We got we got some games. We got a game against Oklahoma State. Uh, they looked really good last night against Baylor. And uh, but you know how do we do it? Man, these guys get to play a, a rivalry game Saturday at home. Thank you, Coach. Right. Appreciate it. Porter Moser uh, shooting straight after the game last night. Not a fun one uh, for anybody involved. In a uh, in a Sooner uniform or otherwise, fan watching, they got trounced last night. Uh, Texas Tech got them good, sixty six forty two, and I'm thankful for the Cole May one three at the buzzer, TJ, because forty two sounds a lot better than thirty nine. Hey, I was, uh, yeah, yeah, because you were wondering if they were going to get to forty for a, a bit there, so um, at least that put them over that mark. Yeah. Okay, couple of things. Baseball, we talked about OU winning yesterday. They're 3-1. and one. OSU went to Vanderbilt on opening weekend and took two of three from Vandy on the road. Uh, very impressive, but they lost yesterday to Sam Houston. Now, 
Sam Houston's got a good baseball program. Uh, that in and of itself, no shame. It was a 10-inning loss, 6-3. Uh, to three. Sam Houston got after it in the uh, extra inning. They are playing down in Arlington. I think they play there again today. Let me see. Um, at Globe Life Field. Globe Life is extremely active, TJ, in trying to keep that building busy. Well, it may not Beyond be busy the through Texas the summer. So. Right. They've had rodeos in there. They've had college wrestling matches in there. I don't even know how that works. Uh, obviously, concerts, college baseball, college football. they got all kinds of graduations. So uh, they are they, they're going to host a bunch of college baseball. Obviously, the Big 12 tournament is going to be in there. Uh, no, they don't play again there today. It was a one-day-only one thing at Globe Life for them. Sam Houston beat them last night. And here's the other thing I wanted to point out. Uh, Texas is off to a 4-0 start. They're ranked number one in the nation. And they are ranked number one because a lot of people think they got the best pitching staff in the country. And uh, so far they have four wins by the scores of 7 nothing, 15-1, to 14-2, and 12 nothing. Now it's Rice and A&M Corpus Christi. So not exactly saying these are barn burners, but they have outscored their opponents in their first four games now 48-3. to who do they think they are? The OU softball team? Jeez. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? So an impressive start for uh, the Longhorns. Sooners get Northwestern State coming up this weekend. Maybe some news about that series coming out a little bit later on today. We anticipate uh, some news in that regard. TJ, did you hear about the Kobe Bryant basketball card that was sold? I don't think so. A super rare Kobe Bryant card just sold for $2 million. It is a 1997-98. TJ's right now thinking in his head, do, what Kobe Bryant's do I have? No, you're definitely having me running through my head. So, 1997-98 Metal Universe. I don't have that. Precious Metal Jim's Piece. It's one of the rarest Black Mamba cards in existence. Uh, it's numbered to 100, although only 10 of the Emerald version were ever made. Um, this is one of those 10. $2 million. There have been a few of those lately. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, but those have been autographed or have like the jersey you know some of them have the, the jersey, jersey patches in them mm-hmm. this has neither it's not autographed and does not have a jersey patch in it or anything it's just one of 10 and who knows how many of those 10 actually still exist out there i hate these stories i hate these stories why because i'm sitting on a closet still in my house full of stuff from the 80s and early 90s that are just considered junk. And then you have these ones that are coming around now in the late 90s or even current cards that are selling for ridiculous amounts of money. Just absolutely ridiculous. Are you sure yours are junk? I've, yes. In the last couple of years, it surged a little bit and, and because of COVID, and I kept an eye on it. 
Still nothing that I can retire on. I thought I would be retired on a couple of King Griffey Jr. and Michael Jordan cards at this point. They're nice. They're nice to have in the collection, but they're not retirement worthy yet. So I hear this on these Kobe Bryant dadgum 98, 90, whatever year you said that was. And I'm like, golly, because I picked up that Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it is interesting that they are not super old. Right. Like these are cards after we were collecting cards. That are fetching these crazy amounts of money. Well, there are Mike Trouts right now that are these special metallic, you know, cards or have the jersey piece on them, and they're selling for six figures right now. And I'm like, Mike Trout's been around for ten years. Several several cards have sold recently for around two million or more. Uh, multiple LeBron James rookie patch autograph cards, a Luka Doncic logo man auto. I don't know what that means. And a Michael Jordan All-Star Game used jersey auto card. Uh, LeBron James holds the record. His 0304 Upper Deck Exquisite Collection sold for $5.2 million in April of 2021. Wow. That's what you're talking That's less than 20 years old. Yeah. It used to be that, you know, you got something from the 1920s or... Uh, Honus know, Wagner. Or, or, Honus yeah. Wagner. Mm-hmm. These are cards that were made since the turn of the century. That are worth this much money. I'm excited that the card industry is making a comeback. It appears, like, we went through a long time where there were nobody cared about baseball, and basketball cards like you and I did growing up. So that's coming around now, but it's, it's, uh, it's a little different. You know, they they got different ways of selling them bunches, and you you, uh, you can bid for random sets of unknown cards and all kinds of funky things they do now with cards and um but here you go kobe bryant card it's green and it's him making a no look pass that's what the card looks like by the way the metal gym kobe bryant card two million i don't don't even know what this text means tj i found a mike trout rookie card in my barn loose in a feed bucket i bought a case when my son was born in 2011 found two of them in the bucket. Check your buckets. <laughs> okay. How much? How much does a box of baseball cards cost right now? Like if you buy, you know, the, all the packs inside of it, like a box of what do they have? Like 40 packs in them or something like that. You're talking like buying a box uh, back in our day of tops baseball cards, just a whole box. Yeah. I, yeah. They're they're ridiculous. I don't know because I don't. I don't buy packs anymore like that, but I know there are certain ones like what you're talking about, that style of Kobe Bryant, that are, are like 30, well, I 40 bucks a pack. I just want like a normal box of Topps baseball cards these days. How much would it I, set me back? I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, but there are some that you know are $20, $30 a pack, and the box would cost you several hundred dollars. But that's not Topps necessarily. That's not what I'm interested in. Yeah. Right, that would be a fun thing to uh, – uh, a couple of years back, I gave away candy like through the window of the baseball games. Yes. It'd be fun to give out packs of baseball cards to kids. Oh, yeah. No, I think you could buy like a deal of tops for, you know, 30 bucks for a whole box, I would think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll take a break. Chris Plank, I, I'm interested to know his travel situation. He, he may. He's What's... not with us today. He is traveling right now. Oh, so... oh did he get... Did he get going? Well, I saw that he tweeted out a, about an hour and a half ago, if you need to travel in Oklahoma City, don't. And that was because he was on his way to the airport. I think their flight was at 7-something this morning. So, All right. I hope they made I hope they yeah. got gone. All right. Well, well, then no Chris Plank. We'll have the crossover minus Chris Plank next.
is The Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. All right, it's time for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. No Chris Plank today. He's headed to Los Angeles where the uh, softball team starts playing on Friday. So, Teej, why don't we empty out uh, the text messages this segment? Let, let's hear from the peeps. Let's see, empty it out. Let's close the show strong, TJ. Uh, a lot of people verifying what they thought they had heard uh, Tyler say earlier. So, mm. yeah. Mm. No, come on. Now. <laughs> come on. He didn't I say did it. not. I did not he mess with the audio it. there at all to make it sound like he did say he did, it. So. You did. Tamper I did. With I didn't that. tamper anything. I, could be a lawsuit. Uh, this goes back to your top five. I bet number three was if I ever get a hold of your bleep and bleep bleep in the parking lot, I'm going to put my bleep in your bleep and bleep. It's pretty pretty accurate. No, I mean I played what number three was. It was. Uh... <laughs> It's an interesting place. I I say this to you all the time. You are a interesting human being. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You have your comfortabilities. You keep your shoes on in the house. You vacation in Mexico at Thanksgiving. You don't go north of I-40. But if you ever decide to get crazy... And go on the road for the, with a Sooner game or to a Sooner game. I highly recommend you go to Lubbock because those are your people. They're not They're, my people. They, they, I mean, I understand you don't like Texas Tech. That's not what I'm saying, but you would be comfortable in Lubbock. They all wear cowboy boots. They all love Air Church. They <laughs> curse, they spit, they chew, and they hang with those that do. These are my it. people. You'd love it. You you wouldn't go. You know, some people would go out there and just be offended. Be like, oh, my God, I'm never coming to this place again. These people. You would go out there and you'd just laugh. You'd be like, these people are amazing. <laughs> but I know you'll never do it. I know it's a pipe dream. It's uh, yeah. five hours away. Oh, so it is no chance that you will ever go to Lubbock, Texas. But before I wish... They play baseball out there this year. I wish before Oklahoma leaves the Big 12, you would go with me to a baseball series in Lubbock because I think it would be the trip of a lifetime for you. It doesn't sound fun for me to travel somewhere and potentially get into a fight. I'm not a fighter. I don't throw fists. No, come on. Be honest. It does. That's the lure of the place is I may end up in a fist fight out here. That may have been a lure at some point in my life, but not at 48. I would end up with a busted toe, getting a massage on my calves by the time it was all done. <laughs> Lubbock just beat you up and spit you out. Know that, that you can get a good pedicure in Lubbock, <laughs> so maybe that's the appeal. Uh, this texture wants to know, will Android users be able to get the new app? Is that a question for what me or app? you? I don't know if that's a what question for app? me or you. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what new app. We're working on something for an Android. That might be what we're talking about. We're working on it. But I don't know if that was meant for the Varsity yeah, app or I don't know. I don't know. Or our app know or, either. you know, not sure. Um, if Riley would have shot from the hip like Porter does, maybe we'd feel better about that fool. But he kept going from the start. Maybe he was insecure. 
<laughs> well, that's a hundred percent true. Uh, Porter pulls no punches. He says what he means. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't uh, keep it close to the vest. You know. So he's honest. He's completely honest about. You know, no, there's no secrets with him. So the, in that way, absolutely, they are polar opposites. But Kendall really wants. Do you feel the uh, that Porter will leave after five years if the fan support doesn't improve? He is really wanting that question asked today. Um, I don't think it's fan support related. I think, you know, he's young enough that the thing you would have to worry about with Porter is uh, he is not an Oklahoman by nature. He loves the place and everything, but you, you just you, you wonder if he coaches here, has success here, falls in love with the place and stays like – Bob did as an outsider, like Billy Tubbs did for a long time, um, or if he coaches here, has a lot of success here, becomes a very attractive target for the uh, Blue Bloods. That's what I think you worry about. And he says, you know what, Duke or North Carolina or Kentucky or whatever comes calling and, and you lose him there. Um, so I, I – I think he has accepted the challenge and is very much looking forward to, enjoys trying to do what hasn't been done here in a while, which is get the fans to get, create a great basketball environment here. You saw the things he did in the preseason where he went to the fraternities and, and tried to, and he, and he has done a great job getting the students involved this year more than they have in a long time. And uh, so I think while I'm sure you, he looks around at home games, and we've talked about it a few times, and says, man, I wish there were more people here, I think he also knew the situation when he got here and knew that that's part of the uniqueness and challenge of this job. you got to win, and we got to build this fan base. we got to make the Lloyd Noble Center or whatever arena Oklahoma plays in a special place. And he believes he can do that. Through winning games and his style and his personality and all that, he believes he can do that for Oklahoma basketball, so I think he's looking forward to that. Kendall, I don't, you, uh, chill pill. Uh, Porter's not going anywhere right now, and for the foreseeable future. So I will take. Uh, that's it. We're done, right? That's it. That's uh, it. Who's hosting the next three uh, hours? Josh, on Josh is in. He's ready to go. He's here. Josh Helmer coming your way, folks. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I'm going to take a nap for about uh, 17 hours. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.